Okay, welcome to another bonus podcast. My name is Thalia. I'm one of the pastors here at Northview in the care department. I'm sitting with Crystal, who I do all the podcasts with. Hello. Pastor of women. And then we have two guests, Greg Harris. Hi. Can you tell us a bit about you? Yeah, I'm a teaching associate pastor, and I'm married to Sarah, and we have a child, and he's turning one next month. I know. So that'll be, get to plan this party and be judged by all our friends for what we did and did not do uh-huh. for the one year birthday party. I no, found my good. kids that one year didn't like any of the toys. They just wanted the boxes that oh, all the yeah. toys came in. Yeah. So I thought, why am I buying <laughs> toys? They just want to sit in the box. I know. I already told Sarah. We're just getting them paper and boxes. Yeah. That's it. Bubble That's all wrap. he needs. Totally. Did and you it, hear that? But they're like phasing out bubble wrap? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, they're going to send yeah. it not... flat and you have to insert, uh, inflate mm. it yourselves. So like you, you can't just give your kid bubble wrap to pop. Darn. We're going to have like a, whole, a whole generation of kids. <laughs> yeah. we're have to, they'll miss. Totally. We're going to have to tell them, look, you could have had fun. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, this stupid company wanted to make more money. And I Anyways. didn't introduce the other guest. You could hear him chiming in. My husband, Mark, is joining us today. Yes, hello. Tell us a bit about you. Well, I'm married to Thalia, who's <laughs> in pastor care. And yeah, so for me, uh, I'm an accountant, a chartered accountant, and I'm here this morning for the podcast. Yeah, and you'll probably hear that his uh, main passion is mountain biking, like the cross country, not the downhill. And you'll hear that in his stories as he talks. Oh yeah, a few examples of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So I invited uh, Greg and Mark, and Mark particularly because the topic we're talking about today is FOMO, fear of missing out. And if you ever want to know what an acronym is, you can go to urbandictionary.com. And fear of missing out means the fear that if you miss a party or event, you'll miss out on something great. And so last week, July 1st, we went with my extended family hiking in North Vancouver with my sister and her husband and their kids and my parents. And I thought, well, we have quite a long time on the trails. We might as well talk about something. So I said, hey, next week we're doing a podcast on FOMO. What do you think? And uh, my sister Naomi and Mark, I have to say my Mark because she's also married to a Mark. Oh. (laughs) Yes, my Mark, her Mark. Anyways, Mark and Naomi just totally grabbed this topic. And throughout the day, they kept going on about FOMO. And it was a really fun topic. So (laughs) I invited him to come join us on his first ever podcast. Yes, it is. And Greg is our our most frequent guest. Yeah, this is great. I know, like you just keep being invited back. Totally, like we. I should get some kind of like third time guest plaque. Yeah, honorary bonus podcast. Uh Totally, at least third time. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. At, no, at, if for not, sure, if not more. for sure, mm-hmm. third. So shouldn't I get a special one for my first? Yes, you should. Yeah. No. Yeah. We of course, have have a whole industry around this bonus yeah. podcast. Yeah. All the different things, gifts. I would notice that we don't really get invited to the guys very often anymore. Okay, this is not true. <laughs> it's true. You, you guys can come anytime you want. Yes, but you don't specifically invite us like we invited oh, you for man. FOMO. Okay, let's not We're be the typical. Let's not be the typical women that just need. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no. It's good. <laughs> You guys, you guys should come to the podcast next week. Maybe we should. Yeah, next next Tuesday when we record after pastor meeting or whatever, yeah. you should come. Be okay. great because you've been missing so many. I know we're missing, missing out. out. <laughs> we ha- I have a fear of missing out of these extra See, podcasts. We we had a listener ask, "Are we not inviting you guys oh, on really? purpose?" Oh, and I was oh. like, "No, like you guys well, we are totally show welcome up. to be there anytime anytime <laughs> you want. We just I don't know for whatever just reason. Just the way it is. Just the way well, you it's have a lot of people." Out. Already. Yeah, yeah. We do. So we'll see. Let's kick yeah. some of them out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So to start off the topic, if you go to um, your website, FOMO, what, what is it called? 
ratemyfomo.com. There's a quiz you can take. And Greg's going to take the quiz as we listen to him, and we'll see if you have FOMO. So the first question they say is, please reflect on how you use social media Mm -hmm. in the last week and respond to the following items. So how often did you use social media when eating breakfast? Uh, Not often. Because Sarah's around? Yes. And Benji's awake? Yeah. How often did you use social media when eating supper? Uh, Never. Not too often. She's around. Yeah. How often did you use social media in the 15 minutes before you go to sleep? Often. Like, (laughs) almost all all the time. time. How often do you use social media in the 15 minutes after you wake up? Again, almost all the time. Okay. And how often do you use social media when eating lunch? Uh, Depends if I'm eating by myself or if I'm eating with people. If I'm eating by myself, I'll probably be on it. Yeah. By myself. So social media as opposed to like reading a book or an article or something. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I do that, but... Well, it's something that you have right there. It's on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's accessible. You don't have to go to down the hallway to get a library book. Totally. Yeah. No, it's, so it's just, just called there. open your iPad and you've got like a library at your fingertips. That's I guess true. you do if you have that on you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so anyway, yeah. we'll say moderate. Okay. <laughs> so here are some more questions. These are rated from not at all true of me, slightly true, moderately, very true, and extremely true. So we'll see how Greg answers these. Okay. I get anxious when I don't know what my friends are up to. Uh, not true. When I have a good time, it is important for me to share the details online. Not true. Sometimes I wonder if I spend too much time keeping up with what is going on. Very true. <laughs> it's important that I understand my friends' inside jokes. Very true. When I go on vacation, I continue to keep tabs on my, what my friends are doing. Very true. I get worried when I find out my friends are having fun without me. Not true. No. When I miss out on a planned get-together, it bothers me. Very true. Ooh. I fear my friends have more rewarding experiences than me. No. <laughs> I know they, they are. You're very realistic about it. Totally. It bothers me when I miss an opportunity to meet up with friends. Uh, very true. Okay. And I fear others have more rewarding experiences than me. No. That's the same question. Yeah, I know. So it's a quiz. They're, okay. trying, to, they're trying to fool you. Yeah. That's right. Didn't I answer that already? So you kind of, I think you have somewhat kind of FOMO. Middle of the road. Totally. Yeah, I'm in the middle of the road FOMO. Yeah. All of these are very social media based, yes. which is interesting. So. so which social media sites do we as a group use? So start with Greg, since you t- took the quiz. What do you use? Uh, I'm mostly Twitter and Facebook. Okay. Crystal? I think pretty much only Facebook, although I think I need, I'm need. i feeling the need to be on Instagram and Twitter more because my kids are on that more. They're not Facebook people at all. Like, it's, like yeah. it's almost skipped a gen... Like, well, they were on Facebook, they were, but and now they use it only popular. for like youth. It's almost like their email system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't use email. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, yeah, yeah, it's just really Facebook. That's about it for social media. Yeah, me occasionally Facebook, and I think I need to do Instagram as well. I think more for the pre-marriage stuff that I'm involved in. I think well, that's I think, how to get yeah, the and adults. I'm realizing that that's the way to. That's where more people are looking yeah. for information. So if we want to promote stuff, that's where we need to do it. So yeah. I need to actually, it's one of my summer projects. Hmm. Yeah. Figure out how to do Instagram. There you go. <laughs> See, it's on the list. Yeah. See, Twitter for me is is my news. Like I follow oh. different newspapers mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so. Which can be really helpful. So I don't go to news sites. I don't read newspapers. Yeah. Anything like that. I don't buy magazines. Everything that I read is articles of magazines or newspapers that I follow on Twitter, and then I just read there. So, could they just send you the, the, the links? Yeah. are there. And same with oh, okay. yeah. same with bloggers, um, different authors. I just follow them on Twitter, and then if they post a new blog, and I'm interested in reading it, 
then I'll do it from there. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like my consolidation of all yeah. of my media intake is through mm-hmm. there. So it's not mm-hmm. the personal following so much. Facebook's more the personal information. Yeah. Twitter's more kind of yeah. academic information. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So how do we see FOMO, fear of missing out, play out in the people's lives around us? <clears throat> um, we see it a lot in f- people feeling like they're paralyzed by choices. Yeah. There's just so many things and they don't know which event which event they should go to. Yeah. Um, which um, study they should take, which uh, job they should take. It's like this which idea school that they should go to. Yeah, that there's mm-hmm. always something better, something uh, more interesting out there. And so they're not they're scared to commit to certain things yeah. uh, because they're scared of what they're gonna miss out if they do. Yeah. And, and quite so, scattered in their thinking. Yeah. Because of all those choices. Yeah. Also, just uh, exhaustion, I think. People burn themselves out trying to be at everything, mm-hmm. every event, every activity, because they don't want to miss out on anything. And so they get tired. <laughs> we yeah. all need time to rest and recuperate. And if we're running from one thing to another, it can just get exhausting. Yeah. I think there, too, what I find is financial difficulty, because they're spending too much trying yeah. to keep up and do all the events and go to all the shows and, you know, go to U2 and go to Ed Sheeran and go to other concerts and shows and events and stuff and parties it just costs money. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And uh, it adds up and then they just have to be there. They just pull up the credit card again. Mm. I see it in the marriage struggles of our church because people are feeling dissatisfied in their marriages. So they try to add spice in one way or another, whether it's um, introducing pornography or erotic literature or getting other people involved sexually or just wanting somebody new. Like I'm bored in my marriage, so maybe this isn't the right person for me. I should maybe find I someone missed else. out. Yeah, and maybe I missed out. Maybe somebody out there that'll be better suited for me. Yeah, so women are getting connected with old boyfriends through Facebook and things like that and sort of pursuing that mm-hmm. instead of pursuing their marriages. I think there's also the element of your um, your relationships with people look totally different than um than maybe they did when you were younger or whatever. Like mm-hmm. you, you don't, your friend group now, your air quote friend group is hundreds of people big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you don't actually really spend time with very many of them. Yeah. Most of them probably. Yeah. Almost all of them. Yeah. And yet they're, they're a part of your community that you're yeah. keeping tabs on for, I think I, like I've thought of it before is it's like the perpetual high school reunion, right? Where you're, you're constantly just floating and having these short conversations about what you've been up to since high school and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Whereas you, you don't, it's very rare that you get to just engage with people at a, at a meaningful level because you're so obsessed with what else is out there. What else Keeping could I be involved in? Yeah. Sort of like yeah. a trivia collection. Like for mm. me, when I go on Facebook, yeah. it's just collecting all these trivia pieces of who had an anniversary, who had a birthday, mm-hmm. who had a baby, how old is their baby now, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> what does the ultrasound look like, you know, totally. it's just all these pieces of trivia and I'll come home and say, did you know, blah, 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 pieces of trivia, mm. but, but it feels a bit scattered. It, yeah. yeah. And in terms of the depth of those relationships, it's just not there to that same level. No. Because we can't be friends with 350 people at a deep level. Like it's no. impossible. But yet we feel like we know... So we don't need to go to high school reunions anymore. Totally. We just know everything that's happened. Like they should be, years. they should be done. That's my theory is like, we should just not have them anymore. Uh, but I don't know, maybe we well, should. Well, I would apply that to extended family gatherings then too, right? Yeah, why not? You could cut out all kinds of things. Sure. Then you'd miss out. No, you'd miss out. Well, what I find too is people just get bored faster. Yeah. Right. Because you, you want the next big experience. And if it's not as good as you thought the last one was, 
you know, they just don't satisfy as much. Mm. And just that feeling of, well, I don't really want to do anything now because it's not as good. Mm. Yeah. Like sort of that bucket us. list and idea and the things that, you know, to live a full life, you have to do all these things. Yeah. Mm. And it can kind of lead to, we've talked, I think, in a previous podcast about that perpetual adolescence thing where you yeah. kind of live forever dependent on your parents or whatever because there's just, you don't know how, which path to take and which yeah. direction mm. to go. So you and don't you see, get jobs and you don't get go to school or whatever. Yeah. yeah. How do you see it in women's ministry? Um, well, I see people getting excited about being part of things mm. and then just not following through in the long term. Like yeah. they'll come to a couple sessions and they'll really want to dig in and then, but oh, something else distracted them and this is more better. This is the bigger whoosh or yeah. this has more emotional kind of connection for me. So I'm going to go that way instead. Yeah. So you have a lot of people kind of coming in and out and in and out. And then they miss out on the opportunity for that long-term growth. Yeah. Because whenever you're just in and out of something, you're not kind of hearing the mm. day-to-day, everyday yeah. um, application of the word to your situation. So. so a little bit also not honoring their word. Yeah. You know. Mm. Committing to something but not following through. Mm. Yeah, I and mean, we see that a lot at church. Where I mean, almost every time I'm a MC walking around or POC, and I see one of the volunteers leaders, like Brent Lanigan, I'd imagine or whatever. He's oh, you won't believe three people canceled on me this morning. Yes, and it's just oh, well, it's a sunny day, and we're going to do this instead. And our commitments are as important to us as mm. what we might miss out on if we mm-hmm. if we ditch where we, where we said we'd be. So mm. it's true. Yeah, I think. Our, our world or our life now is defined less by what we are doing and more by what we could be doing, <laughs> right? Like oh, we, yeah. we, we don't have those few things that we do anymore where we're like committed to being involved in youth ministry and we're committed to helping our kids soccer team and like that's our life. Yeah, And then work and meals and friends sometimes on the evenings or whatever weekends and that's basically our life whereas right now it seems like we're much more committed to what what we're not doing what we could be doing that's how i feel about every summer mark and i when we're approaching summer we realize that july and august you really only have eight weekends sometimes there's a bit more and it always freaks me out when he says that i'm like eight weekends means we have to pack them full and you have to go to this play and see these people we haven't seen all year and we have to do this and barbecues and have people over and it just starts to panic me like oh my goodness Mm. you have to jam it in because then you're back to regular life where you can't do all those things right or a weekend yeah yeah no yeah definitely summer is the time to entertain because it's hard during the rest (laughs) of the year when you're running to hockey games and volleyball games and Mm. yeah yeah so we talked a little bit about what it's connected with FOMO, fear of missing mm. out. We talked a little bit about, uh, obviously, some um, a little bit selfishness mm. that, you know, it's what I want, when I want it, how I want it, and I'm going after things based on what I see other people are doing. Mm. Yeah. So what else is it connected with? Well, that whole idea of being covetous or jealous of other people and their experiences. Yeah. Um, so you had James 4 on this page, so I'll read that. Uh, what causes quarrels? This is James 4, verses 1 to 3. What causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? You desire and you do do not have, so you murder, you covet, and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and you do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. This idea of all of us wanting something someone else has. Um, So it's it's not necessarily a... A more a recent issue right no this is something that's been around since the beginning yeah jealousy yeah yeah what are other people doing hmm. it's more exciting than what i'm doing totally and i think it's it's the the coveting aspect is 
key with this, the the looking at what other people have, if it's another spouse or another mm-hmm. child or another vehicle or whatever it or is. Or set of friends or you just yeah. look you just look at those people's lives and you assume that that they're not missing out on anything. Yeah. They're, they're the ones that are fully experiencing everything that you should be. And so you just you almost go through your life of what you have just overlooking them, not actually being content or thankful for what God's actually given you yeah. because you're just so fixated on what everyone else has and you think, oh, if I just had that, whatever it is. Pinterest culture. Totally. You know, you have a young son who's going to be turning one and you <laughs> can't true. anymore just have your little home-baked cake at home because no, now man. you can look at Pinterest and see all the amazing parties and themes you could have had and should have maybe and you can feel very inadequate. Right, yeah. yeah. Totally. And you can post the pictures of it and everyone will comment and say, oh, ours was better. Oh, that was good, but I'm glad there's something else. Or... See how many likes oh, yeah. you get? You know? Totally. Oh, yeah. So by us giving our son a really terrible first birthday, I'm, we're going to be helping people's FOMO. <laughs> they will, oh, well, we didn't want to be at that party. They'll, they'll, be, they'll be thinking, okay, that's, that's one thing I'm not afraid of missing out on. Yeah. That, was, that was a bit lame. Totally. <laughs> Just a bunch of boxes of bubble wrap. Totally. <laughs> Before it goes out of style. That's right. I mean, for what, I, what I see too is with uh, FOMO being connected is just our world right now, like our economy. It's so much is based on, you know, you need the next big thing. I mean, I love mountain biking. So it's often, okay, what is the next big trip? What's the next yeah. big experience? Where is the next better trail? Where is the next, you know, how is the weather so I can do this or that or go on these trips? The next biggest bike kind of yeah, thing that can make your biking bike, easier. You know, the tool, the, the, tool, the, yeah. Yeah, the new, new gadgets, gadgets, new gizmos, yeah. new things. All those things just pushing. Well, you got to buy the next new thing because it'll make it even better. You can you can go faster. You can climb better. You can do this, that. It's, and it would be the same thing for fashion, for clothing, yeah. for, you know, a new car. Like you were getting a van. Mm. You know, what's the next thing you can put in there it's like oh i should have got that yeah. like it's, it's mm. just this world around us that's teaching us and telling us buy the next thing to mm. get the next best thing mm. well and our mm. girls um are jessica and ava are going to be graduating next year so they've already started a big facebook page about putting your dress on there and it's this mm. whole culture of what kind of car you rent or what kind of dress you get like it's huge fear of missing out mm. yeah don't want to just ride in your parents' Jeep. Like, she, Ava says, no way. That's <laughs> oh, no, something unique. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's do some personal stories. Where have we experienced FOMO ourselves? Just in case our listeners think that we are perfect and have never experienced this. <laughs> well, or immune. Yeah. They, they know I'm not from the challenge, so I'll go first from the quiz thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah Mark, Mark mentioned earlier that we recently got a a different vehicle for our family and so that whole process of trying to find the right vehicle is just laden with FOMO (laughs) right because you know that in choosing one vehicle you're saying no to all of the other potential better cheaper better deals better value for your money options right and you you know once you're signing the paperwork that you actually are now saying no to even looking at those other yeah. things. So I was talking with Darcy, Pastor Darcy, about this, about buying vehicles, because he loves the hunt of like, buying vehicles, <laughs> I and imagine. I hate yeah. it. Yeah. And he, like, he said that he hates the moment of signing the paperwork Yeah. because he knows that the hunt is over, <laughs> and he knows that this is what he's settling on, yes. and that there's nothing, th- th- it's, there's a finality to mm-hmm. signing the paperwork, right? Mm-hmm. And so... You're committing yourself to that vehicle. Totally. Though. So now when <laughs> I was signing the paperwork a few yeah. weeks ago, so it was... Are poor. Totally. <laughs> it, it was that moment where I was like, okay, this is the one. Mm-hmm. And then you realize all the things that 
you thought, oh, I wonder if there was another one out there that had this same price, but these other functions too. Or a better price. Totally. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. but in the old days, we would call it buyer's regret. Yeah. Just the other word for that same thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that that for me has been a recent example of of FOMO. <laughs> well, mine's the exact same issue, but way in the past. So mm. I was 21, and Mark and I were dating but not engaged yet. And I was working at Camp Squia as a camp counselor, and we were we had already talked about marriage. So I knew that if I would get married to Mark, if I would say yes, then I was then saying no to all the other guys I had met in the past, all the ones I would meet in the future. No more flirting. No more other relationships it was it would be me and mark and i felt the weight of that heavy responsibility mm, that of summer. what that would mean yeah. Mm. yeah and i actually did not want to see him much that summer because i was kind of working through this process and thinking uh, like i started to feel that a bit of that cold feet like oh my goodness that, panic. that yeah. yeah that weight of you're really feeling like you're heading into the adult world of making mm. a mature decision and i wasn't quite sure i was ready for that but after i'd worked through it that a few weeks that summer then it was good and, and I know that when we'll get to it in the future but, uh, in this discussion, but I knew that getting married and being committed to Mark would be better, would be better for me and better for God's design and all those kinds of things. But it just took a little bit to work through. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, for me, it's been always um, that process of working through kind of what are good things that I want to do and what are the things I have to do or the, or the better things that I should do. So... As an example, this last week I made a decision not to take any seminary classes uh, in this coming fall and probably not in spring either, just because of some other commitments that I have in my family and stuff. And that was a hard thing for me yeah. to say no to something that's a really good thing. Like, it's not like there's anything bad about taking seminary classes. It's something that helps my job and I love it and it intrigues me to be able to use new material and the teaching that I have. Um, but I just had to say, well, I just don't think I can swing it. Yeah. this year and so that's where I f- felt that tension or that rubber you yeah know? like I'd love to go I went to Mexico to the missions trip this year to Panda Vida I'd love to go every year but I mean is that practical for me to go every year yeah. like I can't always make that work mm. and yeah. so it's it's saying no to good things is hard sometimes so it's not it, even FOMO it's also no. is ROMO the reality of missing out yeah you are missing out by not taking seminary courses but you have to mm. I know And it's that whole, I think ever since having kids, especially that's become more and more kind of in my face because Mm. your primary responsibility is your family, but there's all the other things you'd love to do that are, you know, I'd love to run more. I'd love to do all these other things Mm. more, but I just can't because primarily I have to take care of them. And so you're constantly realizing that you are missing out on on certain things that you love Mm. to do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I know for me, an example, and again, it comes back to mountain biking because that's the hobby that I love to do. And this is where uh, some relatives of ours, uh, they had a funeral that I had to go to. And a number of years ago. A number of years ago. And the, the person who died wasn't as close to me, but it was a, the relative to them that I, I was wanting to honor. Hmm. But this funeral, for myself, it was exactly on the day for a bike race that I had been training for for six months. Uh-huh. Uh, called the test metal. It's like, oh, I'd love to. And I've been doing it for like 10 years in a row. With all your with bike all buddies the bike and the whole and day away in Squamish. Yeah. Yeah. Like just a great day. And it's like, oh, you know what? I really, I had to go to the funeral. I didn't really want to, but I knew I had to. So <laughs> yeah. just like Chris was saying, I had to grow up and take this decision. But the only thing is I remember sitting in the funeral and I couldn't say anything to this, this other you know friend of mine that, okay, I'm doing this just, you know, please be appreciative that I'm <laughs> yeah. here at this funeral. And I that can't say that. Well. That wouldn't go very well. So, <laughs> no. so I didn't say that kind of stuff. But I mean, I knew myself, okay, the, test, the, the race is starting here, they'll be here, and all these things would happen. I'd be missing all those things. Uh-huh. And I still haven't, you know, told them anything like this, but I have to, 
I had to suck it up. I had to deal with that and go, yeah, yeah I'm missing out. This is but more important. I, yeah. But it was more important. I knew it was more important for the longer term, for my relationship and for honoring, you know, mm-hmm. this person, my friend. So, so yeah, yeah, it does happen. So how do we help ourselves and our listeners to combat FOMO? And some of it we've kind of alluded to already. Like, we know that there is something better, that, mm. that God is better. Heaven is worth it. So we do have to say no to some things here on earth, even though it does feel like we're missing out. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's kind of hard sometimes. Mm. I think a lot of FOMO is based on, we may not think it all the way through to this level, but it's kind of this underlying fear that um, if we follow God, it's not necessarily going to be the best for us or the most fun or the most exciting or yeah. the most whatever, or or that we can miss out on God's best for us. Like if yeah. we somehow just don't hear his voice in the right way, mm. we're going to miss out on mm. this whole plan. Yeah, mm. And so it's, I think it's a theological idea to a certain degree that we need to understand God is big enough to get us wherever he wants us. It's not dependent upon us hearing, mm. you know, reading the tea leaves or seeing the signs, <laughs> yeah. right? It's mm. God will get us there. And that he does, he's not holding out on us. Like he has, if we follow in obedience to him on a day-to-day, mm. everyday level, um, he will lead and guide us into ways that are, you know, good for us and for his kingdom and ultimately our, yeah, our eternity, yeah. right? Because part of that is avoiding what I call avoiding some of the muck that we can avoid. So like uh, if uh, mar- a married couple, if somebody has an affair, then you get the uh, lovely muck of feeling hurt and betrayed and possibly that marriage breaks up and the kids are hurt and it's just ripple effects of mm-hmm. muck. Mm-hmm. But by Mark and I being faithful to each other, I'm avoiding all of that yuck. Mm-hmm. And I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> good. Comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, Mark often says, well, then let's go on date nights and let's go for walks and let's go out for dinner, the two of us, because it's cheaper mm. than, you know, if it all <laughs> falls divorce. apart, then yuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, like I was saying, doing those things and, and building into our marriage and spending that time is a lot cheaper than counseling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's beneficial. <laughs> it just a, comes down to the numbers there. With <laughs> <Mark>. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. well, yeah, because the numbers got... Well, that's right. You know, the benefit the outside the cost. You know? yeah. uh, the benefit's more than the cost, so yeah. let's go there. Yeah. Because we have friends who, I mean, they choose, like, whoever chooses to do chemotherapy. Yeah. Like, it's a horrible, painful, uh, long process, but they're choosing that and eating differently, living differently, going through pain, because it's better than the cost. Yeah, and mm. I think that's like I think for me, again I'm going to bring this back to biking again, is when I want to do bike races, having that goal or having that aim changes how I live. Mm-hmm. It changes how I eat, how I train, how I you know sleep, work. All those things change because I think, and I be- I'm believing in that case, the small case, that that is a better thing. So you willingly give up stuff like bad food or all those kind of things. <laughs> yes, yeah. Because yeah. you know that you want to be yeah. in a certain level of health and wellness. Yeah. yeah. It's, and, it's so, and I think that's yeah. the same thing with uh, like how do we combat the FOMO. Mm. You know, as a Christian, in my life as a Christian is, you know, am I going to avoid things that are going to like bankrupt me or things that are going to ruin our marriage or things that are going to mess up my kids? You know, I need to think that my, is the benefit worth it? And then I'll change other things. Yeah. But I need to be reminded that the benefit is worth it. Yeah. Mm. And part of it for me, too, is boundaries, like self-control. So I deliberately don't go onto Pinterest because, to me, that just makes me feel like I am, I want to completely change my house and all my furniture and change my clothing and just, like, it it just creates that hunger in me. So I'm not a Pinterest Mm. follower Mm. because it just hurts me. Mm. And I limit Facebook, too, because I don't like seeing all of, 
the posts and feeling that jealousy mm. rise up. So I only go every few days mm. and just kind so of quickly scroll through just to get the little trivia updates that I need. Mm. And then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think being able to find a way to find contentment in your situation and enjoy it and, and recognize that that God's will for us so often comes through the mundane yeah. of life, th- through the, the everyday changing diapers and the everyday uh, bedtime routines and knowing that, sure, I could be playing softball with some friends right now, but it's 7.30 and I have to start Ben's nighttime routine. And so I'm going to do that instead in the the mundane. And it's in those that, that you can start if you're willing to be content in those moments you can start to see the joy in those moments yeah yeah and you can actually be present rather than Mm -hmm. thinking about what you were doing or what you could be doing yes you're you're focusing on what you are doing you're focusing on the moment that you're in the the gifts that god has given you in that moment and we're so quick to 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 skip over the ways that god has answered prayers in the past to get us to the moment we're in now Mm -hmm. Because we have this list of things we want to see happen in our future that we just we don't focus in on, on the what is. Yeah. And so I think that's the ultimate FOMO fighter is, is the, <laughs> learning to be content. FOMO fighter in every right? circumstance. Yeah. It's just how, how do I actually find joy in in the mundane? But that's an intentional decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's turning your focus onto it and saying I am going to enjoy my son right now because I came home yesterday and Mark and Carter were sitting on the porch playing Scrabble. Mm. Just a very, like, a mundane thing, but they really enjoyed it, and I know that it really was great for Carter. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't probably post that on Facebook because people go, well, that's kind of lame. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, too, with, with Facebook and Instagram, is I know even understanding and remembering that those are sometimes just the one perfect mm-hmm. shot out of the 50 shots of pictures they've taken. Yeah. Like, it's we're only seeing the best of their partial experience. Yeah. Mm. We're not seeing all their mundanes and all their yeah. 20 other pictures with filters and all the things too. So, mm-hmm. And I think it's having that remembrance too that even people that we see and talk to face to face, we don't know all the stuff that's going on behind no. them. And I think it's having compassion and realizing that everybody's going through stuff. Everybody has secret hurts and secret pains and mm-hmm. secret you know things in their relationships that aren't quite right. And just because we see the outside face... Mm. That mm. looks all good. Mm. Oftentimes, I've just been so shocked to see a face that I know for a long time and then hear some of the stuff that's going on. Like, wow, yeah. like I had no idea that any yeah. of that stuff was behind the scenes. Mm. So, yeah, I think we need to recognize everybody Everybody has points of pain in their life mm-hmm. and yeah. nobody's life is perfect and happy and, mm. you know, to, to every, to all levels, yeah. right? Mm. Everybody has mm. their stuff. Yeah. We all have our own cross. Was, Mark is a huge C.S. Lewis fan and he had a quote that he had prepared for today. You want to read that, Mark? Yeah, so this is from his uh, book, The Weight of Glory. Um, So I'll read this quote. So if we consider the unblushing promises of reward and the staggering natures of the rewards promised in the Gospels, it would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered to us. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. Mm. We are far mm. too easily pleased. Mm-hmm. So our mind is on earthly earthly pleasures, the yeah. things that we think, and God's saying, I have so much more for you. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Set your mind on things above, not on things that are on earth. Well, we think the things around us 
are the greatest, yeah. but they're not the greatest. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, with that, why don't we wrap up? Greg, you want to pray for our listeners? Sure. And for us. <laughs> <laughs> Father, thanks for, uh, for your goodness to us, um, ultimately in Christ, and for what he's done for us, and the hope of what we have in the future, and even in the moment, and, and knowing you, and being with you, and having a relationship with you, and that's a that's an experience, that's a, a gift we don't deserve. So we want to thank you for that. We want to thank you for all the all the good things you've given to us and the areas where we can find so much joy and contentment. And we ask that you would um, change our hearts to, to be more content on what mm-hmm. you have given us rather than always looking out to what we could have or what other people might have. So God, all of this is is in the realm of of not wanting to be jealous or coveting people, um, and yet we find ourselves so often being those kinds of people. So we ask that your Spirit would do a work in us to convict us in areas where we need it, and to encourage and empower us to live lives that would um, be be content and would be joyful in in the everyday. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we we do thank you that we we have this hope of this uh, great vacation at the sea one day and the fact that we all too often are are too content with with our bucket lists and getting those finished that we fail to to remember that you actually do want our ultimate joy and our ultimate good um, and that this is a preparation process for that so you're good you do good things you 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 don't uh, mess around with your plan you're after something and you're going to get it and that's good and so we just ask that you would keep us in that process and you would help us follow you well mm-hmm. and we pray this for your faith in jesus name Amen. 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 thanks for joining us